We are going to be in Galatians tonight. I got it right. I started out on a good note. Chapter 3. I'm still on the right note, I think. I'm trying to make up, though. I, I, I'm trying to do good, you know, because I said everything wrong last uh, Wednesday night whenever we were in Galatians. But I already messed up when I was singing because we was, when we were singing, Shall We Gather at the River? I, I got confused, and when we started the second verse, I started singing uh, the song on the other page, When We All Get to Heaven. And I was like, and I started singing like the first four or five words, and then I said, wait, I'm on the wrong verse. And I looked at all four verses, and not a single verse had them words. And then I realized we was on the other page. I'd been singing the wrong song. So. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So we will all gather at the river when we get to heaven. Maybe that's, that's what I was thinking. And uh, we just talked about that river in Revelation the other uh, Sunday. All right, Galatians chapter 3. Just a few little verses tonight, verses 6 through 9. Just some simple verses, but we're going to cover a little bit of ground. So we're going to pray, and then we'll dig into the text. God, I come to you tonight, and I thank you that you've packed your house. I thank you for uh, leading each one here tonight to, to just come and fellowship and it's good to see smiles, dear Lord. That makes, that makes the end of the day a good thing when we get to come into your house and we have reason to praise and worship you. And we can love each other, dear Lord. We feel your spirit among us. And we thank you for that. And I pray that as we get into your word that it will be good to us, God. That even if this is a text maybe some of us have read a bunch of times, God, that we won't overlook the importance of it. And that even though it's kind of repetitive, dear Lord, I know that uh, Paul kind of talks about some of the thing, same things and he's driving the point home here in the book of Galatians, but help us to, to get something out of it tonight, that your Holy Spirit would, would speak through your word, dear Lord. I pray that you just would hide me behind the cross and speak uh, through me tonight, dear Lord, that I would be obedient to your word and that I would preach something that's going to be beneficial for each one of us here, dear Lord, so that when we leave this place, we'll, we'll leave uh, closer to you than when we came. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Galatians chapter 6, or excuse me, chapter 3, verse 6 through verse 9. Man, I was doing so good too. All right. Just as Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness, then understand that those who have faith are Abraham's sons. Now the scripture saw in advance that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and told the good news ahead of time to Abraham, saying, All the nations will be blessed through you. So those who have faith are blessed with Abraham who had faith. Now, in those short verses, uh, Paul is, 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 is bringing home a point, and that point is, is that Abraham was justified by his faith. It was credited to him as righteousness because of his faith. Now, remember what was going on here in Galatians and in so many other spots in the Bible, is there was this importance that had been importance that had been placed on works, this importance on fulfilling the letter of the law to make sure that everybody was doing just what the law had said. Now, Jesus came and he offered freedom. He offered freedom from the people. And that is that we trust in Him, that we no longer are obligated to the law, we are obligated to Jesus Christ. And it's not so much as fulfilling the letter of the law, but it comes from the intent from our heart. And so Jesus had offered freedom to the people, that they didn't have to be a slave to the law. But there were some who were coming in, and they were taking the good news of Jesus Christ, and they were putting a burden 
on the people of Galatia. And in other parts of the Bible, we see the same thing. And they were trying to convince them that they needed to do certain works. One of those works that we see uh, mentioned time and time again is circumcision. That was a big deal. Everybody's saying, look, you must be circumcised. You must have this physical act done to your body if you are of God. And that's not necessary. That's not a necessary thing that the people had to do anymore. That was not anything that was going to gain the people salvation. And so whether you were circumcised or not, Jesus died for all so that all would be saved, whether Jew or whether Gentile, so that all would be saved. And the problem here is, is that there were people coming in and they were trying to teach and put burdens on the people of Galatia that weren't necessary. And so what Paul was doing is he was drawing everything back to Abraham the father of the Jews, the father of the Israelites, the father of God's chosen people, ever who you want to call them, that's who Abraham was. And Abraham was justified by faith. Because Abraham was justified before the law even came into effect. Because the law didn't come into effect until many years later. So how could Abraham have been justified by his works? The answer is he wasn't. And we see that mentioned here in Romans, that his Faith is what was credited to him for righteousness because Abraham had faith in what God said he was going to do. And that promise was through Abraham and not just for God's chosen people, that is Israel, but for all nations, that is the Gentiles. That is, you and I now Gentile, if you look at the, in the text at the Hebrew or the Greek, it just means somebody that's not a Jew. It doesn't have any negative connotation necessarily. Uh, and so it's not a, a negative thing when somebody says you're a Gentile. It just means that you weren't born of Israel. It just means that you are of a people or a nation is what, what the uh, Hebrew and Greek uh, literal translation would be. And so there were those people that God had chosen, and that was the bloodline. That was Abraham's chosen people. And they were saved by the same faith that we are saved by. Because there was many, many Israelites that even though the, the promise came through them, as the Bible would say, they did not have faith. And so nobody is saved, especially not the Jews, although they would think so. Nobody, None of the Jews are saved just for the fact that they are a Jew. There still has to be some faith that goes along with that. Nobody is saved because they're a Jew and because they do works or because they're a Gentile and because they do works. All are saved by faith. Every person that has ever been saved in this world has been saved because of their faith, because they have trusted the Lord. And so it's never been about works. And so we are justified by our faith, as we see here with Abraham, and we are justified by our faith to do good works. And circumcision, one of the issues that was being dealt with, that was a problem but for, for the Jews. But Paul was saying, look, that's not necessary to be saved, but it was a sign that God gave to the people. It was a sign that God gave to Abraham and those people. That's not what made them God's chosen people. God chose Abraham to be the father of many nations before he was circumcised. And so it wasn't the action that set them apart. It's that, that they were chosen by God and they had faith when God chose them. It's just like I was thinking about, like I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And so because I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you will oftentimes see me wearing a Philadelphia Eagles t-shirt. Does putting on the t-shirt make me the fan? No, I was the fan. And so therefore I'll wear the t-shirt as a sign to show that I'm a fan. You could put a Dallas Cowboys shirt on me, but guess what? I will never be a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> and so it doesn't matter what the outward action is. What matters is what comes from the heart. You can put any 
football team shirt on me you want to, but I'm going to be an Eagle fan. And that was what was being pointed out. It was Abraham and what came from his heart that made all the difference. Just as Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness, then understand that those who have faith are Abraham's sons. Get that? Those who have faith. So it's not just the Jewish people. It's not just the people of Israel. But it is to all who have faith. And praise the Lord because that is you and I. Now maybe if you go back through the bloodlines, maybe there's some some Jewish blood in us somewhere along the way. But... that's neither here nor there. The point being is that Jesus Christ died for all. He don't care where you're from. He don't care what race you are, what ethnic group you're from. It doesn't matter to him. He died for all. And that's the point that Paul was trying to make. Now the scripture saw in advance that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and told the good news ahead of time to Abraham, saying, All nations will be blessed through you. So those who have faith are blessed with Abraham who had faith. So praise the Lord that we have faith in Jesus Christ. I hope that everybody in here does. I don't know your heart. I don't know if you have faith in Jesus Christ. I don't know if you're trusting the Lord or not. But I know that that's the only thing that is going to make you righteous before God. And that is if you put your faith in Him. So where is your faith today? Are you trying to be made right with God through your works? Or do you have that faith of Abraham? Because that faith that Abraham had came before the law ever came into existence. So let us not fall into that trap of legalism, and that is just trying to to do works and do good enough. But let us follow the example of Abraham, the father of many nations, who through him, Jesus Christ, eventually came, and that is our hope, and that's what we put our faith in. Let's pray. God, we come to you tonight for this good word, and I I pray that you just would uh, bless the word that we just read, and I pray that you would... Help us to never be guilty of being legalistic. And I know uh, that, that that comes up a lot, dear Lord, and we see that a lot in your word. And I know sometimes for me it's like, yeah, 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 I know what it says. But God, help us to get it. Help us to understand it and not, and, and, and not think too highly of ourselves, dear Lord. And help us to be on guard. And if, if nobody in here, God, if none of us are, are trying to, to, to earn your righteousness by works, then praise the Lord. And maybe there's some that are. Maybe there are times that we're going to. And when those times come... If they're now or later, God, that you would just recall this text and that you would help us to have faith. God, that you would help us to look to all of those through your word, dear Lord. Hebrews chapter 11, all those heroes heroes of faith, dear Lord, that we can see time and time again, dear Lord, that there were those who you called who had faith in you and you delivered them. And God, they weren't always perfect. There There was a bunch of sinners in the group, God. And that's not an excuse, a justification for us to keep sinning, but... Dear Lord, if we are in sin, help us to repent of that. Help us to turn to you and to seek you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.